What's up, good fighters? Coming to you live with a whole lot of connection, intention, and purpose. Dr. Nash Stopko and Dr. Gates Mayer. This is the Good Fighters Podcast, and we are super excited to have today Dr. Jeremy Brooks. We're looking forward to this one uh, probably since season one. I've had this one kind of in my, uh, on my vision board for somebody that uh, I really wanted to get on here. Somebody that's been uh, instrumental for me as a chiropractor and just as a man. So uh, really excited to bring uh, Dr. Jeremy Brook in today. Dr. Jeremy, how are you doing? Super good. Super good from ultra contracted Los Angeles. <laughs> I, I've got a lot of good uh, nicknames. I've heard some good nicknames for, uh, for California. And I, I hope they're not it. offensive to you, but uh, I, I think they're kind of funny. They're I've probably heard, uh, appropriate. Let's hear it. Uh, Chinafornia is a, a pretty good one that I've heard recently. That's uh, I think that one might become more and more uh, um, appropriate as the years go on. Now I am a yeah. bit of a tinfoil hat guy. I guess is uh, the conspiracy realm goes. So, right, uh, I'm wearing it. Right on. So uh, <laughs> we got it on today. Yeah, I know that you're uh, you've been you're in downtown LA, yeah. Uh, no, I'm actually closer to the beach. So, uh, I'm on, I'm on the West side, West Los Angeles, the West side's the best side. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm about like 12 minutes from the beach. Uh, I used to be like a barefoot walk to the sand. Uh, now I'm a 12 minute, you know, drive. Right on. Maybe a little um, less. So I hope you don't mind because I mean, Dr. Gates and I, Gates being from Michigan and Iowa, Obviously, the pulse in our communities are a little bit different than where you're from. Sure. And definitely something we wanted to, <clears throat> um, I guess I didn't intend on opening up with this, but, you know, this is kind of where the conversation is already leading a little bit. Um, how has that been for you as a vitalistic, holistic, uh, principled chiropractor practicing in L.A.? Yeah. I've said this before. I kind of feel like I'm behind enemy lines you know what i'm saying like i feel like i'm in uh, uh berlin uh 19 you know 37 or some po hopefully it's more like berlin 1945 where the the end of the war is coming but i i feel like you know los angeles is tricky you know we are as a as a city we love we love the masks. Uh, we love the mandates. You know, people are people are diehard blue um, Democrats. You know, and uh, they that seems to be the if you're a Democrat, that's and that's the party that you align with. Then you got to go along with the whole package, the whole lockdown package. So, you know, uh, I'm Jewish. And my grandparents um, on my mom's side, you know, they, they're in the Holocaust and my grandma lost her parents, uh, two brothers um, and uh, other, you know, ton, you know, ton of other family members. So I've kind of been of the mindset, I'm letting it out right now by telling you kind of like my headspace, but I'm going, I kind of kept my head down. It's only been fairly recently that I've become a little bit more um, on the vocal end because now there's a, a bigger movement of people waking up. But you know, I was I was concerned that things would um, turn into what's happening in in places like um, Melbourne, Australia, um, or even now in Germany and uh, Austria. So I kind of 
you know, kept it a little bit like under, uh, underground, undercover, kept my, kept my cards close to the chest. But, uh, for me and my wife, you know, this is our game. This is our life. You know, we, we live in this model of, of epigenetics. So we've had to make sure that our mindset and our head space is, is, uh, of the utmost, uh, positive, uh, direction. And, as far as like the community that we've served, you know, we're just very slowly taking care of people, like trying to wake them up. And, uh, you know, I just took care of somebody right now. She got jab number three and she's like, it's crazy. She's like, my whole left arm feels weak. And I got a big giant swollen, uh, lymph node under my armpit. And I'm like, Oh, okay. And then, um, she's got three children and, you know, one of them, uh, had a significant reaction, a heart, um, uh, you know, heart side effect uh, after his um, second shot. And I'm like, yo, you've heard about this whole myocarditis situation. It's like, yeah, that's why I went to the cardiologist. But, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a challenge to yeah. try to penetrate through and letting, let, even when people have been uh, injured and they're just, they, there's this spell. I don't want to say like they drink the Kool-Aid. No, it's like this spell that places like Los Angeles are under. And I don't, uh, obviously I don't have a card and I'm not going into places where they go, show me your fucking papers. Uh, I'm just going to go, um, I'll choose my business elsewhere because, you know, I, I don't subscribe to, totalitarian um uh oppressive uh instructions we're not in china you know we're in the united right. states of america and i think places like los angeles maybe even new york may be some of the tightest spots um in the united states so yeah challenging but i got i got a like i said i got a two-year-old son and a wife and i'm living my i'm we're living it we're living as great as we can live it in uh, this type of situation. But I'll be honest, it's, it's a challenge. I wouldn't love to have this, this uh, situation like overlaying my daily living. And yeah, we're all, we're all under a state of chronic stress if you're in Los Angeles. But that's what, that's what we're built for. And that's what chiropractic's built for. And we're a bunch of uh, warriors. I wish I could be a little bit more, uh, vocal, but I'm keeping it, I'm keeping it a little bit close because there's a lot of people running, running around Los Angeles with, um, pitchforks and, and torches trying to, trying to flush people like us, like us out. And, you know, wow. a lot came to mind with that. And, uh, I just want to say thank you for, for standing up and even just you know, maintaining the posture that you've held there in your position anyway, because yeah. that's not easy to begin with. Thank you. Maybe for this, for this part of our conversation, you can like blur my face and change my voice <laughs> like a CIA or FBI kind of informant. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you'll be under witness protection. Don't worry. We won't release this information. Uh, we know you got a family out there and you know, I'm, yeah. I don't, I want to take this lightly, but uh, I don't believe that that's beyond uh some of the tactics that may be 
used at some point, especially looking at, like you mentioned, what's going on in Australia and Germany that like, you know, history does repeat itself and this is nothing new. Some of these tactics that are getting used. And I think uh, we live in a beautiful time where we've got a lot of, a lot of things at our disposal, but at the same time, that is a catch 22 where, you know, a lot of these devices uh, it's constantly for a lot of people, this is, you know, they're basically downloading this software into their brain that's programming them to think and act certain ways to really uh, rile, you know, not just rile them up, but, you know, uh, get them primed to have these expectations and certain reactions that is essentially uh, whoever's uh, uploading that information media source wise yeah they kind of want to have happen um yeah well we see it we know exactly what they're up to for sure um so that being said on the good fighters podcast we like to talk about the good fight a lot yep and being uh you know chiropractors dr gates and i've had this conversation before that we truly believe that this is we believe that this is actually you know what God intended chiropractic to really, you know, this is really what we are meant to be here for. And this is all a part of the plan um, because without us and without people like yourself and people in our community that need this message, um, a lot would be lost. And we wouldn't have this ability to stand up for people who don't have this uh, voice of, of, um, of reason and being in positions of influence where we can really let people know that you know, there's more to life than just this mechanical, uh, linear, analytical, you know, uh, right-sided brain mentality, right? Mm-hmm. And with your practice, what's something that you've been, what, what's a, a process that you really go through to help people kind of break through or kind of crack that eggshell for them to just like think a little bit differently with how they're approaching mm-hmm not just health and their lifestyle, but overall just uh, their perspective and uh, their, their reality. Yeah. It's going to be like a threefold um, approach that's going to integrate um, with one another. So there'll be like an energetic component, a uh, functional component, and a structural component. And the energetic component, again, it's like overlaying. You just kind of like like a, like a matrix, just a, like a filter. The first part would be the energetic component, mindset, headspace, your vision, your mission, your passion, and your purpose. So the chiropractor um, has to come to the table already um, elevated in that in that higher vibrational more connected more aligned more energized uh, state of being and then from there well now we'll talk about let's say the the structural aspect which is now your physical location so if you create a space a create uh an environment you create an atmosphere where your office is or center or studio already is a high vibrational. Um, it's already set to a high vibrational state. Then when a person interacts with the space without even having like a, 
a face-to-face conversation with you yet, or you laying their hands on them, they're already they're already elevated. They're already popping. They're, so again, for me, it's like when somebody drives by my office, again, I love it. People go, I've been driving by your space for either months or years. And then they say, I just had to come in uh, and see what the heck was going on the inside. Cause I got my, the big spine checker logo right on front, like a um, projecting high vibrancy. Yeah. And then they walk in and then they go, Whoa, the music's vibing. The smells are vibing. Uh, the, the artwork is popping. And then, I mean, it's like an art gallery in here. Um, and, uh, and then they interact with your staff and then they interact with how you move people through your space. Um, even just like the, the phone call, the scheduling, come back, have a seat in the consultation chair. And then you have a, a brilliant consultation um, now we're starting to get into more of like the, the functional aspect, the interacting with the, the patient. Um, some people like calling them persons or people or uh, practice members, clients, whatever. I call them patients these days. Uh, but then you get your hands on them and they know at that point that uh, you're the one, you know, like, oh my God, he or she feels um, what's off. I know we talk about in chiropractic, what's we're, we're trying to uncover and unfold and unpack what's right inside the body. Yes, of course, philosophy 101, but until that person knows that you're the guy or gal to, um, hook them up, then you're not going to have like that ultimate relationship. And then the integration um, of all of those is again a person moving through an, an exquisite program of care that's based on um, you know high level, high precision, uh, highly efficient adjustments and care and service, and that's the and that's how you you start cracking people open. I mean, you can also have like an incredible. Uh, educational system with seminars and workshops and lectures and maybe your social media could do that maybe your website can do that and ultimately I find that it's the you know you go hear a lecture and it pop it, it blows you open but before you can even do that I feel like your adjustment has to deliver the goods because if your adjustment's just half-ass or just it just it's weak week AF, then do you think that they're going to listen to you and you say, Hey, would you mind checking out this, the, not the current Joe Rogan episode, but the second most recent episode with, um, what's his name? Dr. Peter, uh, McCullough. McCullough. Yeah. Yeah. Or check out Dr. Mercola, you know, one of the most, uh, probably should mention him. You know, he's on the list of the dirty dozen <laughs> disinformation dozen, but until, until you, you know, until you actually deliver the goods, I think, in a form of an adjustment where a person gets connected to that central line um, in their spine and into their heart, that you'll be able to transfer different messages of health and healing and wholeness and vibrancy. So for me, it's like the system. And it's, I'm not trying to give like an infomercial for a new online program that I just created this past year, 
but I mean that these are like, these are the, the questions. How do you, how do you catapult people to the highest uh, level of health possible and really create transformative experiences beyond, you know, Bobby slept funny on the couch and he's got a little kink in his neck to making people change the way that they eat, the way that they move, the way that they think, the way that they love, the way that they connect to others. That's awesome. I freaking love that. God, can you talk about a little bit more to what you go through in your personal process to, to get to that phase, to that state before you even lay your hands on people? Because obviously there's a lot of docs and students that listen to this that might be wanting to go to that next level. Myself and Dr. Nash, I'm sure included, but wanting to always be at the top of our game. So we deliver the goods that we know our people are capable of. Yeah. How do you go through that process, whether it's daily or, or you know, yeah. what's that kind of look like for you? So I hate cold weather, although I'll be heading off to Yosemite um, for the winter. Um, you know, I don't do cold. I do cold showers. I, I, those cold baths, I got to work up to it. Just, I don't know, something, something hurts me. So to get my day started, I go the other direction. I have uh, a fire pit. Um, and I jump into the fire, jump out, jump in, jump out. And then, no, I'm just kidding. I don't do any of that. <laughs> I was ready to do it. <laughs> just kidding. Um, look, my, my whole process is uh, I get my, um, my body and my mind and my breath uh, aligned. I do some, I do, uh, I have like a whole morning preparation process. If you went to alignconnectenergize.com, I've got a free um, PDF that that uh, shares the whole approach. But in a nutshell, I wake up first thing. Um, I I do. I, I mean, it's it's a, it's a whole, it's a whole laundry list of, of things from putting on these like acupressure slippers. So I'm already like getting my feet activated. I'm mm. then sucking down some water with uh maybe some chlorella some athletic greens um and then like a a, a host of uh, other supplements my supplement regimen is pretty good i think i've got the most expensive urine um in los angeles hopefully my body's absorbing it all uh i'll have like a morning uh super um cocktail with matcha and mushrooms and you know the reishi or actually i do the reishi at night like the chaga the lion's mane the cordyceps um some turkey tail also with some turmeric i load that sucker up with some collagen and mct oil i like drinking that i like to have a good um clear out and then that means i'm sitting on my squatty potty um, shaving my head. Sometimes it, everything is so good. I only just shave like this part right here. You know, I got like a, a shave, like a sideburn. And then, um, then I'm sitting down in front of a Sri Yantra, which is, um, this incredible sacred, uh, geometric, uh, pattern that has tremendous, uh, um, reported effects. Um, especially by the Russians. Um, and then I have a uh, red and near infrared light that I use that I shine on my body. I'm in my pretty much in my underwear. Uh, so I get as much um, or 
or nude, if you will. Uh, so I get a nice full uh, hit of that light. And then after I'm done with that, then I get into a full yogic uh, practice where I, I just lubricate every single area in my body from the jaw to the upper cervical, straight down the spine. I hit the shoulders, the hips. Um, so I'm so I'm ready to go. And uh, oftentimes while I'm doing that yoga practice, and by the way, while I'm also doing the Sri Yantra uh, concentration meditation, I'm listening to binaural beats. I use the gamma uh, wave uh, setting for activating higher states of like focus and uh, creativity. And I mean, that's how I kick off. That's how I kick off my day. I mean, I'm also 48 years old. So I, I look at it where I got to take care of uh, my body so that it, it's at last. I had a, a young dude who came in uh, this morning, a surfer, strapping young lad, 17 years old, already like six foot three, injured his back surfing. And he's like, you know, uh, I just don't want to feel like a 40 year old. I was like, what are you talking, man? Add, add a couple more decades, homeboy. I feel good at 48. But uh, so I, I, I work it, you know, and uh, I work it. I could also tell you, like, you know, while I'm doing the, the Sri Yantra meditation, I'm staring at the dot, I'm chanting, I'm focusing. I got a full breath activation um, protocol too. Um, so yeah, it's it's just the, the lifestyle, you know, this is mm -hmm. again, if you're, if you don't soak your cells in a state of um, alignment and breath and vibrancy, then they go, they go a different direction. And then I, and then I have a short drive uh, to my center, to my space. And um, I'll either use that to listen to some cool audio book or um, like a Joe Rogan podcast. And then it's game on, hit the, hit the, the life center, sage it up to clear it out, then little Palo Santo to smooth it out, and then uh, game on. Re repeat. About high, high vibrancy. Yeah. For those, for those not watching on YouTube, too, Doc doesn't look a day over freaking 30. So as a 48-year-old, you're, you're get close, my man. Closer to the camera, you'll see something. <laughs> Mm -hmm. A little salt and pepper, but I got some white on my beard now, a couple strands. You know, like that just speaks volumes to, you know, Gates and I were coming up on our second year of practice, and to have somebody that's been doing it uh, to a high level, maybe one of the highest levels like that, and to not get complacent, but to actually go in the opposite direction that you're humble enough to spend, I'd argue, at very least two hours per day getting ready to uh, put yourself in a position to be at a high level, to serve up a very high level product and also to maintain your, your, your utensil, which is your body, right? Cause we're, we're all spiritual beings living a human experience. So really this is just a vessel, but to take care of your vessel while we're here allows us to what Gates and I talk about living a 200 year lifestyle. Mm. And I like that not adhering to, you know, cultural or social norms that, um, you know, obviously everybody talks about living, oh, you know, you, I don't want to be, I don't know, I hear this a lot, you know, I don't know about you, but people talk about how they don't want to turn 80 years old. They don't want to, you know, that's a long time. It's like, you know, by the time I turn 80, I don't even expect that to be halfway for me, you know, because 
let's say uh, if we plan to live to 200, we get to 100, that's only halfway. That's still not a bad life. But mm. the human potential has been something that's been suppressed for quite a long time. And we're living in a day where in, in, of mass information and we can use that to our advantage to really push that human potential. Um, and I think you're somebody that helped me on one of my very first MLS ones. Um, one of the things I loved was taking the human body through gentle, but important and uh, essential ranges of motion from every segment, just to even get that kinesthetic feedback of motion. Right. And um, there's a lot of people who, for four, you know, people who are 50 years old who haven't had kinesthetic feedback to a certain location in, in their body <laughs> for 30 years, you know? True. Um, so that's just something that I, you know, from day one, from when I met you, that was like, this is not only is this approach different, but this guy is, is very different. And yeah. you, that's something that I know I could, I could definitely feel that before even really getting to interact with you. And I, I know that, that I'm, not, I'm not the only person that's like that, and our patients pick up on that too. Yeah. Well, to give credit where credit um, is due, um, majority of those uh, movements that we did or the exercises that we did at that MLS1 was um, designed by Dr. Arno Bernier, right? And then I added some of my little yogic lubrication sequences. But, you know, Dr. Arno Bernier was one of the very first uh, people, like you could say a pioneer um, in the chiropractic uh, movement who really brought the, I mean, he's the, he's, he's the OG of the chiropractic training movement, you know, founded in uh, 1983, 1984. MLS was like, there, there was nothing else uh, like it. Now. Now we live in um, this universe where how many training pro, you know, programs uh, are there in, in different organizations? I mean, a lot of them came through, came through his system. So Arnaud was one of those people who really stressed and impressed the importance of preparing your body um, and, and approaching chiropractic like you are a chiropractic uh, athlete. Now, for a lot of us, when we're, our, we're athletes or uh, we already have that mindset, and then you hear somebody who kind of like formulated it into a chiropractic uh, training program, you know, it, was, it, it made sense. And uh, I don't know, I had a yogic background. I was already, I was pretty, pretty, still pretty new at that point. I think I was like uh, 1999 when I discovered MLS approach. I started doing yoga in like 1990, 1994, 1995. So I'm like a 20, been doing yoga for like 28 years uh, right now. So then like, bam, the, the whole training concept is critical. Now, if chiropractors who don't perform and train and do drills and, uh, you know, by the way, I think if you do full spine structural adjusting, this is a full contact um, endeavor. And you do side posture. I think some people are doing side posture way too freaking hard. And, you know, you got to play around with the physics better, but that's another, maybe we'll get to that later on. But if you're doing side posture and you're putting your anatomy, throwing your anatomy into another person's anatomy, let's just be real, you better be able to handle that hit. So 
um, bottom line, man, yeah, uh, I enjoyed uh, coming to Palmer and sharing um, my, you know, uh, sharing the MLS experience as I, as I, uh, as it spoke to me, and um, you know, having that that opportunity to share one of my most powerful teachers' um, teaching was was uh, is one of my highlights of my chiropractic career. That's awesome. Yeah. I have not had the pleasure of going through MLS yet, um, yeah. but I definitely look forward to it. And I know I've learned a lot from Nash as he's taught me some things as well. But yeah, um, let's get into some of the side posture stuff or adjusting in general. Yeah. I think you have a very unique adjusting style from what I've seen. Um, maybe it's not so much so unique compared to what you teach at MLS and different things like that, but I don't teach at MLS anymore, by the way. Oh, so okay. last, last, uh, um, I think the December of 2019 was my last, uh, last time teaching MLS right at the, you know, at the, the beginning of the pandemic, I decided to uh, go off on my own and teach a different flavor called the yoga of chiropractic, where it was just more, um, authentic to me where, you know, these are like more, more, more of the style, more of the moves, more of the, the minutia, a little bit of vari the variation. So if I was teaching variation, if I'm teaching variations of, of MLS, then like how, you know, how true is it to, um, like my side posture setup is completely different from, not completely. It has a lot, it has aspects of an MLS side posture adjustment, but is different, yeah. you know? Um, so, uh, but I just wanted to, I wanted to create like a different, a different um, style of adjusting, integrating chiropractic and yoga, which is also present in the MLS system, but is different. And, you gotcha. know, authentically creating your, something of your own is, uh, in my opinion, how we can elevate. Amen. Absolutely. Sorry to interrupt, Dr. Gates. No, no, you're good. No, I loved it. <laughs> the answer was really good. And I mean, can you dive into some of that, those minute details that you're looking at? And again, this is my maybe more for more seminar yeah. worthy, but some of the minute details that you are looking at when addressing someone's system that distinguishes you from, say, a typical chiropractic adjustment that these kids are learning in school. Yeah. Well, again, a lot of people are training right now. So a lot of people are already doing, whether it's um, shout out to uh, KTC. Uh, I love, I love the, the explosion in um, the, the reach that they've uh, been able to accomplish, whether it's Syntropy. I check them out. I've never been to one of their seminars live. I, like, I, see, I see what they're doing. I like what I see. We've got Dr. Ian Tremaine with Upper Cervical uh, Revolution. Of course, you got Numa. Um, you've got some slightly older stuff with MC MC two and 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 their approach. Of course, classical B, um, BGI or network. For me, my my style has always been more in the structural camp. The energetics for me, um, I feel like it's already built. It's built into the into the analysis with the hands before I started chiropractic school, uh, 
when I was an undergraduate, my high school chiropractor told me to go to massage school. She goes, yo, you're going to chiropractic school, make your hands, like educate your hands. So I got, I went to a, I was like, I was choosing either between a shiatsu school or a Swedish style school. And I was like, you know what? Um, Swedish sounds kind of, kind of cool. Um, so I, I ended up doing the Swedish approach. Looking back, I wish I would have done the shiatsu, but it is what it is. Uh, so just having like the hands become activated, uh, the making your hands intelligent, you know, activating the, the Pacinian corp, corpuscles and the Meisner's corpuscles in, in your fingers so that when you're scanning a person and you're, you're reading the tension, it just pops into your hand. So uh, as far as, you know, the, the integration of yoga, the, the doing the yoga postures where you, you really get intimately connected with your anatomy, you over time, whether organically or because you study the, the energetics of the body too, that you end up placing dots in different places of your body and drawing lines that then get activated, that then form more of like this grid-like kind of network. So I'm kind of like in this dots, lines of energy, grid lines um, style of uh, analysis. And um, from there, having this full body awareness, again, the yoga practice informs my body of what it's like to be fully interconnected. And then as I'm moving with another person, you know, it's like a partnered, part, your partnered yoga experience is ultimately what a chiropractic adjustment is, uh, that um, you learn how to dance better with the person. So I like, again, going back to the original, what do you do? You know, you got to get yourself right. If you're dialed in, if you're right, if you're fully connected, if you've got um, activated lines of energy in your body and then you interface with another person, it should be easier uh, to see where they're distorted, disconnected. And then the next step is, do you have the physical skills to, to move that two ounce bone and uh, like with 0 0.3 second thrust force skillfully, effectively in an appropriate speed, you know, with an appropriate depth without violating their anatomy. There it is. Yeah, <laughs> we finally got there. <laughs> I love it. That fires me up. Doc. I freaking love it. So I, we usually have a segment uh, somewhere in the podcast where – we like to ask our guests a little bit about, um, we kind of have three pillars of the Good Fighters podcast being connection, intention, and purpose. Mm. And we always like to get a little bit of feedback on how those words land with you and how those words might apply to your, your life and maybe your practice a little bit more. Fantastic. Oh, that was like a quite that was the question. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, that sounds you know, fantastic good. is short and sweet. I love that too. Yeah. All right. Say that again. Maybe that was my, my, uh, my autism kicking in and I just got captivated by what you're saying. No, it's fine. Uh, connection, intention, and purpose. Yeah. Those are the three pillars of, uh, the good fighters podcast. Yes. Um, and just, uh, wanted to hear on how those words hit home for you. Yeah. Okay. Now I, now I heard the, the intention, no disrespect to anybody who's um, has, uh, struggling with, 
any anywhere on on the spectrum. I, I, I definitely do have components of it. I think. All right. So connection, intention, and objective. Purpose. That too. Connection, intention, and purpose. Without uh, the ability to connect, without the ability to be compassionate and empathetic with a person, uh, we got we've got trouble. So connection, intention, and purpose. The intention. What what do you, what is your under uh, laying goal and uh, objective? That's paramount. You know what I'm saying? And I think that it's important to have a the highest intention because mm-hmm. if you just have like a low a low grade intention, then look, you got to hold it high for the people. Like if your goal is, I just want to get people out of pain. And if, you know, then that's like, that's the the space, that's the level that you're holding. But if your like intention is to transform this person's consciousness, and by the way, ultimately to have a self-actualizing, self-awakening kind of Yogananda style uh, experience where you make like this, incredible energetic descent or rather uh you can go ascent first from the lower uh terrain of your your energetic system like chakras if you're gonna if you want to go there but it's more chakra let's just say consciousness going from a lower consciousness state to a higher activated state where you're now more uh quote unquote one with the flow of the universe and then from there, maybe settling back down into the center of your, your body, right into your heart, where all the great mystical traditions say, you know, it's, that's a good spot to be in, whether it's Kabbalist. Uh, I'm a, I study Kabbalah. I've, been a, uh, I've even studied at a uh, local university um, for two years, uh, University of Judaism, now called American Jewish University. Um, but I studied... Uh, with uh, one of my favorite rabbis uh, for two years, but you get right into the the T-ferret chakra, into the heart zone or the, um, you know, the the Anahata uh, chakra. So like the heart, man, the heart, which they say has the strongest uh, electromagnetic field. So now it's like, you're talking about the connection, being able to, to feel and receive a person, um, intention, what is the goal and the, the, the um, now we're talking about the next step, which is the vision, right? Purpose. Connection, connection, uh, intention and purpose, purpose. Um, so th- I think the purpose might actually be more, uh, more for the might just slipped out for a second the purpose is actually personal and i think that everybody has every soul has its own uh purpose and when you're aligned with your life's work and your job and your purpose then you know you're you're dialed in and we also know that what happens when you're just not aligned whether it's in a, in a relationship or a uh, career or, uh, 
or with anything, it's just rough. It's bumpy. It's grindy. You're hitting roadblocks. It's like, why are all of these obstacles happening? It's because you're not in, you're not in flow with your, your, your purpose. Your so that's kind of like what we do as, as chiropractic. Most people, most people, not all people, most people discovered chiropractic and, uh, be, you know, it almost became like this calling, uh, Unless you, you know, you come from like Canadian Memorial College or LAC. No, no, cancel that. Most people, it's, and then some of the schools screw you up. Um, they'll either screw you, screw you up uh, royally or they screw you up a little bit, but you've got, you've been, you've been dipped in some of the philosophy, some of the green books, some of the beautiful philosophy, science and art that chiropractic ha uh, has to offer. And then you become this, like, uh, again, uh, it's a calling, it's a passion, it's a purpose. It's, uh, you become obsessed. There's, there's no turning back. It's like, you're not, you're not like a chiropractor, like you're a post like a postman probably just goes home at the end of the day. You know, when you're a chiropractor, you, you live, breathe and eat this, you know, it's a 24, it's a 24 seven. I think that's yeah. beautifully said. I think it's beautifully said. Um, and, you know, to kind of hit on a little bit, because we've, you know, we've, we've had a lot of topics on this show, and one of those being, uh, you know, schooling systems, right? And, mm. you know, you kind of mentioned that they can either royally screw you up or just subtly screw you up enough. And, you know, I think luckily enough for Dr. Gates and I, we were more the latter than the former. Yeah. And um, to some extent, I, I like to view it as a... Uh, optimistic that you know there is an extent that you know, if I didn't understand it to the point that school was screwing screwing up to a certain amount that I might have sought out or had the open-mindedness to try to seek for something more mm -hmm. in, in, in chiropractic and I also had an understanding that there it was a lot deeper than what I was already getting into at school but that almost pushed me harder or gave me a, a harder uh I was pulled more than anything uh, to seek for, to look for that something more. And that's just kind of what I was, you know, thinking about as you were going through that, but yeah. I love that. Cool. Yeah. You know, I think there's the schools are, have their, uh, hands tied by the council of chiropractic, uh, education, the CCE and whatever, like the national, the, the other different boards, um, you know, requiring a certain curriculum that we have to study. Maybe it's, uh, you've got some moles in there, some rats uh, in there who, who are single-handedly trying to um, dis, you know, dissolve chiropractic from um, its unique uh, place in the healing arts uh, universe, which, you know, medicine has its place um, thank God for med you know medical doctors and, and medicine and ER docs and surgeons and nurses and, and the whole allopathic universe. That's I feel like uh, there's the allopathic universe. We don't need to make chiropr turn chiropractic into another one of those allopathic uh, professions because they already exist. Right. The source is being diluted to some extent. Um, Correct. Yeah. And. Awesome. Um, with the, you know, I, you mentioned thanking God for, for those allopathic universes. And I think that's a humbling 
point that's kind of being driven out of not just chiropractors, but so society overall is that, that, that humility to really give thanks to God for just about anything we have in our lives, right? In our lives. But more specifically, when it comes to the human body and being, you know, having the power of life, um, you know, with, with medicine, with surgeries, you know, yes, those are interventions, but, you know, those interventions aren't doing a damn thing on a dead body, right? So you really still 100% got to give it up to God for giving you the potential to actually use those tools when you need them truly um, in whatever emergency state that you're in to, to have that ability to make those changes, to keep on living and surviving. Mm -hmm. um, so one thing that, uh, well, Gates, I, I don't want to keep on rolling. Do you have anything for Dr. Jeremy? I kind of want to lead into kind of our no, dude, I'm, question. Okay. I'm ready for it. Okay. So another segment that we always like to ask about is, you know, we did get a little uh, taste of what your past and your, your upbringing to get you where you're at now. But what do you see for yourself in the years to come, Dr. Jeremy? Um, what's the future look like for the spine checker? What's the future look like for the yoga of chiropractic? Um, maybe you'd lead us down that path for what you foresee for yourself. Yeah. Uh, personally and professionally, uh, I'll, I'll go personally first. Uh, I want to be there 1,000% for my son and make sure that my, my son is growing up you know, again, two years old, we ha we haven't cloaked him in in uh, fear, right? He's never worn a we've never worn a he's never worn a mask. Kind of like uh, changed our vacation plans this year. I can't put him on an airplane because now he's at now he's at two. Mm -hmm. um, so right now in the in the short term uh, here in Los Angeles, I'm not planning my escape route to uh, Texas or Arizona or. Uh, Florida or Idaho. Montana. Yeah, Mon Montana is nice, but again, like it gets really cold. I got trouble <laughs> when it drops below sixty degrees. Um, that's why I grew this beard out because it's getting it's dripping dripping into the forties here. Right. Uh, um, but look, I, short term, I got we got to see how things uh, play out here in in Los Angeles. Um, I hope I don't have to leave California. I know a lot of my friends have bolted. So the, I'm very much focused right now on, on, on the now. And that being said, I'm not going to be caught off guard. I do have my plan A and my, uh, my plan, my plan A is we're, we're staying put and we're going to fight those, fight those uh, people um, and resist. And, uh, but part B, we'll, we'll, we'll be ready for it. Um, yeah, I, I want to take care of my family first and foremost. Uh, professionally, this has been uh, like you know just like many other chiropractors uh around the united states best year best year ever in practice i've only had one slightly down year uh that was like the 2013 year following a a massive term uh, uh turbulent um end in a uh relationship there's cancer there's there's a lot of funky stuff going on uh that year, but every year in practice over the last 21 years has gone like this, right? So we had another um, kick-ass year. Business is, you know, business as usual. And uh, as far as like the seminar goes, yeah, I taught 10 seminars in 12 months. And what I started finding as, I'll say it was a little bit easier in the beginning when my son was just a, just a little cute ball of uh, love. But then as he started getting a little bit bigger, um, 
man, it was, it was hard. It was hard to leave for a three day weekend and, um, or some, in some, some situations, if you had to go to Davenport, it was LA getting to Davenport, uh, is no slam dunk. You know, you gotta, <laughs> no. You weave your way there. Yeah. Um, no, there's no like uh, major airport in Davenport. No. Even to Moline, yeah. it's like, that's a half hour. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kept trying to move it. I'm like, what do you think? Can we do Chicago? And there's like, yeah. I go, I'll get a bus. We'll send, we'll send a bus. You guys can sleep on a bus for three days. How's that sound? Good. No biters. Um, but look, uh, I've, got a, I've got a couple seminars coming up in 2022. We've got Dallas um, on the books in uh, March, and there's uh, another one in Kansas City in May. I got to just upload that to the website. But yeah, I took a little bit of a, a, a step back just because I'll be honest, man, I love chiropractic. And uh, I love this. I love this profession. I love teaching. I like getting into down and dirty into the the technique. Some people don't like calling it technique. It can only be called art. I, I love the technique. I love the art. Whatever you want to, you know, the style, the methodology approach. But I love my family more. And at mm. the end, at the end of the day, I gotta I gotta roll with my family. Um, mm -hmm. But I also don't feel like there's this uh, incredible void. Like if um, you know, uh, this was a pe passion project. I saw some, some areas, you know, when I, after teaching, um, teaching MLS for a long, you know, four years, something like that, five, four years, five years. Um, I found that, um, there were some people where I felt so good at the end of the seminar, there was like a, a, a chunk of people who were kind of like leaving the seminar going like, all right, I still just don't understand this, 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 this. And it bothered me. So I wanted to create a seminar where at the end of the, the seminar, everybody on board, I know it's technical, it's cerebral, it's adaptive, it's friggin' hardcore. There's, it's, there's a lot more steps to it than just lay on your side kind of a thing. Like it's broken down. You got to be ready. You got to be ready to receive it. Um, I love it. But uh, I'm, I'm, take, I'm, scaling, I'm scaling it back. Um, in terms of the intensity, it takes, it takes a hit from the family, it takes a hit from the practice and, uh, but the profession's not like hurting because the yoga of chiropractic is not, you know, not there. There's other seminars right now that, um, also provide tremendous foundation. So I'm just, I'm just adding more flavor. I'm just, uh, there's, there's vanilla, chocolate and strawberry, you know, so I'm adding, um, maybe a, a coconut, a coconut swirl or something. I don't know. Whatever you guys, uh, whatever you call in it. LA. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Coconut cream. There. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's organic. <laughs> There's no sugar, natural, 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 naturally sweetened. All the goods. Uh, All the goods. The, the people want to know when are we getting volume two? Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. Look at like this guy. That. Volume two is, man, it's, it keeps growing and growing and growing and growing. So volume two is like almost ready to get, was almost ready to get dropped. Let's go. And yeah. And then, uh, and then I kept getting people asking me about how to, you know, how I incorporate chiropractic and yoga in my practice and how do I do this and that. And then I have a mentorship program. And I figured, you know what, 
I can do the mentorship and then just have like one-on-ones or I can put something out that's answering a lot of the questions that um, young docs have or people that are just about to graduate from chiropractic school like and they want to start their own business like kind of exactly like the conversations uh conversation that we're having like what do you, where should my headspace be what should i be thinking about I go all right well you want to build a practice let me tell you exactly how i uh how i would formulate a practice and it's called the system so i created a system um that ultimately uh took the place of the spine checkers manifesto volume two but let me tell you the spine checkers manifesto volume two is called the yoga of chiropractic and it's going to be whereas the volume one is for all humans um mm-hmm. this one's going to be for humans who practice chiropractic so this is going to be like almost the um the, the the manual the technique manual covering a lot of the stuff again that you would get in a seminar because at the end of the day I, not everybody from like a, people want me to come to Chile and Argentina and Brazil. All right, well, it, here's the program, the adjusting program, all concepts, psychology, philosophy, the metaphysics that goes into the into a seminar. But I can even go deeper. I can go more because seminar you're limited by like two and a half days. The book's gonna be like on steroids. It's gonna be like a 10 weeks worth of material. I just can't help it. And I'm not going to release, it could be a volume two. And then I could be like, all right, here's the part volume three, but I want volume, I want volume two to, to just knock people out, knock people out. Big punch. So so it's coming. It's coming. It's in the works. Um, Just one thing, Gase, I don't, I don't want to keep just absolutely bulldozing my way through questions here. Oh, I love it. (laughs) I do got to say Okay, so I do got to say that the Spine Checkers Manifesto is one of, uh, so I, one of my favorite things about it is, like you said, it's for the people. And as uh, practicing chiropractors, we oftentimes are, if you're lucky enough, oftentimes have people who are interested in actually pursuing chiropractic as a actual uh, profession. And this is one of my, this has been one of my favorite introductory books to, to hand out. Because it, it does such a beautiful job uh, bringing together uh, so many, I mean, it, it just, it's whole encompassing the profession and the scope of chiropractic in a way that um, a lot of people can really grasp without, uh, you know, getting too, uh, I guess, deep as much as like a green book might go. Mm-hmm. Um, the first book I had was uh, Life Without Fear by Fred Barge. And that was given to me before I started chiropractic school. And um, I got to say that is still up there with probably one of my favorite books of all time. But this one um, I've had, I've had uh, not just, I've, I've got two copies and I share, I like to share them both. And I've had them get shared and then shared to other mm. people who are also interested because I live in a town with the university. Um, and I just want to say thank you for providing a book for the people. Because oh, I know it's chiropractic's bigger than just chiropractors. It's for the people. Um, I just want to say thank you. Yeah, pleasure. You know, originally back in the day, back in uh, nineteen like ninety uh, six, some like some of there's a few of those uh, chapters in that book that were written during like my last year in uh, 
chiropractic school, uh, or actually, I should say, um, 19, more like 1990, 1998, 99. People uh, Award. 2000. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you can see. I got the, I was the first, oh, I, uh, I was the first ever Palmer West recipient of the Virgil Strang Award, um, which is, which is uh, fantastic. And, um, but yeah, like some of those essays were coming out, like, what did I want? What were like the, the entryway, entry level conversations I wanted for people to under, to know about chiropractic. I wanted them to understand the relationship between the spine and then the spine and then the nervous system. And then the integration of the spine and the nervous system as the neurospinal system. And, you know, now what we we know about the neurospinal system, it's a super system. So that stuff will be in the volume too. Um, and then I wanted people to have an understanding of life force, a spine, nervous system, life force. Those are like my, my big three. And then from there, it was an adjustment. So now we're at four. And then the integration of uh, yoga with a specific scientific chiropractic adjustment. And that was it, five. And now then from there, you start building, building out like a, a new educational system. What else do you want people to understand? You want to understand maybe like epigenetics. Uh, what else do you want to understand? How about like uh, circadian rhythms? How how a body moves moves through space? Okay, well, what happens then when a person gets injured? All right, now we can talk about repair and remodeling, and you know, uh, now we're into the cellular universe, so it can like zoom in and zoom out, cellular level global physiology and then you approach it functionally structurally neurologically energetically in an integrative manner and uh then the book so the book kind of like started from spine nervous system life force adjustment plus yoga and then boom 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 and uh yeah just it's an easy read you know with the pictures in it you got a hundred and what, 17 pages in, in that book. It's a big, you know, eight by 11. So if it was more small, like a handheld book, it, it would feel thicker, but it's, right. like a, it's like a graphics novel. I want to be, feel, I wanted to feel like a comic book, like a graphics novel. It's yeah, like it appeals to like comic books. Yeah, it appeals to sure. a lot of different type of, types of learners. Uh, I think that's another huge strength of, of your book compared to um, most chiropractic philosophy books. That, yeah, uh, it has uh, very good visual imagery and cool. Um, yeah, so Gates, go ahead. I, I didn't mean to cut you off again. No, dude, you did. You did not. I'm just here for observation. <laughs> um, I I did have a really quick question for you because I'm very interested, especially given your Jewish backgrounds yeah. and the concept of life force. Um, one thing that I've been really diving into is the concept that I love the integration of chiropractic into my life has been the life force and the breath of God hmm. and humans being created. I would love for you to touch on that. If you see that as one and the same, or if you would go about where life force comes hmm. from. Yeah. Okay. How much time do we have left? And this is actually one of the chapters that will be in the new oh, book, kind of like talking about, it will get into like sacred geometry. Um, and the and pretty much going from like nothingness into everything. And I'll just say that uh, this whole process 
of going from like the nothingness into a contraction, which into like a dot, which then has like that explosion um, effect, if you will. The way that I understand, um, I see it where you do go from nothingness and then you get the dot and then you actually have like uh, the um, expansion where now we start going from the dot into the vesica Pisces, um, Pisces and then that multiplication of circles uh, turns into, you know, the, the, the seed of life. And then if you keep mm -hmm. uh, growing, then it's the flower of life. And then from the flower of life, then you start getting other aspects. You know, the, the tree of life is in there. Now, mm -hmm. as from th those um, aspects, then you start getting into, you know, my mic just lost, got lost. Be back. We're back. So from from there, you start experiencing. Man, sorry, man, my mic's going out. You're good. From there, you start going into the different elements, and if we're dealing more in like the Ayurvedic, East West, uh, East Indian, uh, Earth, Water, Wind, Fire, Ether. So the, everything's kind of like coming out of the ether mm -hmm. and through the rep through the way that these cells or uh, circles, if you will, are vibrating, you'll get a different energetic uh, constitution, the earth, the water, the fire, or the wind. Now, from there, as we continue to create more replications, now we, and we leave kind of like this abstract energetic realm, and now we're into more of like the Western uh periodic table if you will like with the known elements so we've got the known elements on one side and then you have like more of these abstract elements and if you're in with playing with uh, traditional chinese medicine that's slightly different with the earth the water the metal the wood and the fire right but at some point that's why they work with that system they're playing with the subtler elements and we're playing with the more macro elements now at some point, there's uh, this force, this force that needs to activate. Um, now, we're, now we're dealing with like a, a live human being ultimately to, to activate this force. That's this like mysterious, that's, that's the mystery of life. And that's where once you start create, you know, the intelligence is already there. The intelligence is um, in my opinion, is there in the corpse, it's holding everything there in like this sus suspended inanimate state. But once the life force uh, strikes the intelligence, activates the intelligence, then we see, then we see life. Mm. So that's kind of it in a, in a nutshell, but the life force the life force is what activates the intelligence and the life force flows through the nervous system, through the wires. Okay. And then yeah. and animates life. Now, again, now we're talking electricity and now we're talking about wires. So if, is this a, is this, this is a video that, or is this just audio? Just if I'm making, we'll, we'll have YouTube for this. So we'll oh, have video okay, too. cool. So the way I even like view, um, the nervous system, if we're just talking about an energy system, 
where on the, the nervous system that we know where when you do a dissection and you see, let's say the little yellow nerve, right? Spinal cord, spinal nerve, nerve. And then as you start moving in the other direction back towards where like the elements are to where traditional Chinese medicine and the yogis hang out with their nadis and their chakras. Now, now those energy channels become more subtle. They become more fine, uh, not as obvious to see um, with, the, with the naked eye, but they're still very much a part of the energetic system. It's just subtler. It's just like some people would, would blow off the earth, the water, the fire, um, and the wind but when you start dealing with nadis and meridians and, and, uh, or chakras, you're hanging out on, on that end of the spectrum. Now, the, integra the integrating uh, factor, the integrating uh, mediary between like this more dense uh, physical being and more of like the energetic being, well, I think the chakras are like the intermediary. But then again, what activates everything? It's that prana, it's that chi, it's that life force. Um, and uh, as far as like the breath of the breath of God, um, I mean, that's like the, I want to say that might be called the ruach, the ruach where God breathed into um, Adam and uh and game and game on so but look it's, yeah. it's a it's a mystery i think at some point you probably if you want to get like deeper answers well, maybe you have to have like a near-death experience or you do psychic different type of entheogenic uh substances that gives you a little bit more of a glimpse into more of this abstract uh universe which uh you know seeker seeker beware uh <laughs> But you'll, you'll gather, you know, you can hang out in deep states of meditation for long periods at, at a time to get there. You might have uh, some type of incredible traumatizing uh, experience or a beautiful experience that just gives you this uh, new awareness for life. But I, I, watch, I, I watched my grandmother pass away a couple months ago, 99 years old. Uh, I wasn't allowed into the uh, the facility where she was at, again, for obvious reasons. Last time I saw her, they, they made me stand like 25 feet away with the shield over my face and a mask on with gloves on. And, you know, she couldn't see me. She was on her way out. But my I called my dad last day, you know, last uh, hour that she was alive. They, it was so beautiful. They set up the phone, a FaceTime. I basically was watching her face. And, you know, she was just she was transitioning. It's like eyes kind of like almost in, going in the, the back of the head, just deep breathing. <gasps> and then it, it just slowly stopped. It just slowly stopped. And she passed. I mean, she's surrounded by my dad and my sit like cousins and um, great grandchildren and great grandchildren were all uh, right by uh, her side. Um, she, she was about like two and a half hours away when we, we got the call, like, yo, it's go, it's, it's going down. But I thought it was, I was so at peace with, I was still hoping she'd make, make it to a hundred. Um, but I was just so at peace with just watching her. She, 
she breathed it out. Like she yeah. breathed her last breath out. And I was like, wow, that was so amazing. And my little sister, she's been at, um, she's been at four, uh, all four of my grandparents, uh, passing. Like she's like the little gatekeeper. Um, but she's been there when they, when they've taken their last breath and then that's it, man. That's it. So it's a, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing. So if we go spine, nervous system, uh, life force, well, what's again, the system that, that, uh, that connects, that connects it all. It's the, it's that nervous system, but it's the neurospinal system. It's this neurospinal life force, energetic system. Neuroimmune system, neuromuscular uh, system. All of the systems. Yeah. And I think it's just a matter of time too, where again, we start looking at this neurospinal system, but it's going to be like a neurospinal prana, chi, uh, ruach, uh, system and approach because like man there's just a lot of sick people out there and i know Mm -hmm. bill gates probably wouldn't want people to to actually like live longer and and be healthier but that's that's our um that's our job that's our purpose that's our objective and and, um to kind of circle back around to you know earlier this is really what i you know we mentioned before that this is what chiropractics one of its main purposes from inception has been that we are here for this day and age for something like this because there is a a calling and a craving for people that want to that want more out of not just life but their experience while they're here before Mm -hmm. they make that that grand transition and without chiropractic without the uh that change in perception of the of the nervous system which is inherently changing uh how we just view the world we can't we can't have that evolution in general to move forward as a species and as life right because it's it's not just human beings right it's it's all life so um beautiful doc uh gates i don't know if you have anything else but i was just going to wrap it up by getting doc's uh socials uh how people get in contact with you um things of that sort yeah uh spine checker spine checker spine checker spine checker uh spine checker on instagram i've got spine checker university with which is the hub for all of uh like the online um offerings uh spinechecker.com if you want to come check out the practice i'm the spine checker on twitter i don't use it that much somebody got (laughs) somebody got in there early and got spine checker um, but yeah, man, check, check out Spine Checker and uh, the Yoga of Chiropractic too. We're on Instagram. And uh, if you want to uh, learn a, a, a new style, a new, a new angle, a new aspect of adjusting, I'd uh, love to have you come train uh, with me. Beautiful. Thank you so much for coming on today, Doc. We really appreciate it. And just yeah. everybody out there, take a bunch of notes and attend everything you can by this man. No, thank you. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Absolutely. We appreciate you. Um, we, we need pe- more people like you, Doc, obviously. Um, but you're leading the way for a lot of us that are following a, a path that you've trailblazed. And uh, without you, us moving forward for our communities and our families wouldn't be possible. So, so thank you for that as well. Yeah, um, pleasure. And, and shout out to, to the both of you. 
uh, gentlemen for uh, rocking out and and uh, being another voice uh, for chiropractic and all of the the new emerging uh, docs out there, new new docs and old docs. So bravo, hats off, uh, hats off to you, you both. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, you know how to find us, good fighters at the underscore good underscore fight underscore ers. Uh, you know how to find me at DC underscore Nash underscore T and at Gates Mayor underscore DC. Nailed it. <laughs> cool. Right on. Uh, rock on, y'all. Keep fighting that good fight. If y'all are putting some rounds in, let us know uh, either in our comments or, or tag us in some posts on Instagram. We'd love to hear about them. Flawless victory.